Hi, my name is Adedeja Deomi. You're welcome to Godly Counsel. If today is your first time of joining us at Godly Counsel or hearing any of our teaching, I will hold you that Godly Counsel is a place where we bridge the relationship gap between God and human. Um, there's a lot of people having issues with their relationship with God, trying to see whether God loves them, trying to know whether they're even in a good relationship, don't even understand how to relate with God. So we do this through the teaching of undiluted word of God, speaking of the word of God and writing of the word of God into books and articles and devotional and then through conferences and then uh, having an engagement in prayer with people that are counseling. So these are the ways that we help in bridging the relationship gap. So if it's, if you would like to have more you can actually check us on our social media you can send us an email and then we will get back to you thank you very much so today we're talking about preparation of a champion preparation of a champion um let's quickly pray heavenly father we thank you we give you praise we bless your holy name today thank you for your mercy thank you for your grace thank you for the light that is shining in the darkness and thank you for keep us keeping us in the light not in the darkness and lord will pray that where the when the hearer is not going to hear the word of adedejadeomi but he's going to hear god through adedejadeomi and he's going to hear god speaking to their heart and then the hear the speaker is not going to speak in his own wisdom and knowledge but god is going to speak through me in the mighty name of jesus thank you heavenly father Thank you, Lord. And in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So today we're going to be talking about the preparation of a champion. One of the first things we need to know, who is a champion? A person who has surpassed all rivals in a sporting contest or other competition. A person who vigorously supports or defends a person or a cause. I, I, I liken the second definition more because one of the things that we are not limited to a sporting contest in being a champion and then on earth we have a lot of champions, a lot of heroes, superheroes, people that are making the mark, people that are giving them their best to ensure that other people come to live in a better life. The guy that the, 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 the people uh, um, the people that created bicycle ensure that the means of transportation will be less stressful went further to create a car we can reach some distance then they now decided to go ahead to build a plane and then we have the plane flying and then we can reach a destination we can reach a country you can cross over the sea waters and all that to ensure to get to a place so people that took their time to even create the roles, they are also champions. Champions in everywhere. The man or the woman that set up the business to ensure that the unemployment rate is reduced is a champion. The person that is working in the company that ensures the growth in that company is a champion. The person that is went to school and take all the advantages of education so that they can be able to impart knowledge to another set is a champion. The person that discovered the formula is a champion. 
the person that decides to beautify people through fashion is a champion. We are all champions in our own space. You, it, you cannot be a champion in football and decided to now, or soccer, as we call it in, uh, we call it football in Africa, and they decided to move around into tennis and all that and become champion in all. No, you become a champion in the area that you focus on. But the greatest champion in all the champions that I've mentioned, the greatest champion is Jesus Christ. In Hebrews 12, 2, it said, We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. But why did it, why do it, did it become a champion? Next, follow me. Because the joy of the joy I waited in, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and now is seated at the place of honor beside God's throne. He did what he endured the cross, disregarding the shame. Now he is seated at a place of honor beside God's throne. What it defies everything that will give us this comfort of making heaven. Even the Bible wrote that after Jesus died, he went into the land and the spirits, the dead, that are not yet ascended, that are not yet entered into the holies of holies or some drop into the hell. He had not yet. He had to go to preach to them so that we can have people that have been saved and totally free from the plague of death, from the law of death. The greatest champion that I ever lived is the man that has won the battle between iniquity and sin. He won the battle of iniquity and sin and of shame and of regret. He has won the battle of death. Death is not when we die physically here on earth. Death is what happens to us after we have died in our body. Death is what happened to us to be able to determine eternity. And this is what Jesus did. I understand you might look that this is a preaching, this is a teaching of a religion, but I am teaching and I'm speaking today that the greatest man, that the greatest champion that ever lived, it is not the people, it is the Jesus Christ that saved you and I from the teachers of death. It is the one that gave us life. It is the one that comes with the truth. The world was in confusion. Israel was in confusion for so many years with so many kings, with so many prophets. They didn't know where they were going. They didn't understand them. They their bearing. But Jesus Christ came and shed light to it. Even the one that feels they are not qualified became qualified with Jesus. And I'm taking the time to let you know and put it in your heart that we need to be champions for Jesus also. And that is not even part of the message today. And the the Holy Spirit is leading me to talk to somebody that you need to be a champion for Jesus Christ. You need to be a champion for him. 
And that's one of the instructions he gave us. That we should do greater things than what he did. To become a better champion than him. Even when I see that scripture, I was like, Jesus, I don't understand what you're saying here. Look at what you did. What you did for three years is still ringing in the heart of men. It's still flowing here on earth. For just three years, and you're saying I'm going to be a better champion. I'm not sure. But yes, that is the instruction he gave to us. That we should be, he said we should do greater things than what he has done. And that's why he's calling you to the place of a great champion. Deep down in every human's mind, we all want to be a champion. And one of the ways to be a champion is being a champion for Jesus. And get me right, I'm not just talking about you going about and saying, repent, repent, teaching or preaching, carrying megaphone and all that. That's not only being a champion for Jesus, which more, some of us are getting it wrong. I'm not very good at trying to make some people look bad or make some teaching look bad so that I can look good. No, no, no. But I'm just being telling because there's so many times that God has dealt with me and I'm not very good at making my personal relationship to that become a doctrine. No. But being a champion is not just only in a one-way traffic. It's we have been planted on planted on earth to be champions in different ways. One of the first things you need to know about Jesus in being a champion, it opens the door of salvation, the greatest love that can happen to any human is the love of the Father. That's the greatest love that can happen to any human is the love of the Father. In 1 Corinthians 1.24, New Living Translation, But to those called by God to salvation, both Jews and Gentiles, Christ is the power of God and is the wisdom of God. To everyone called is the power and the wisdom of God. Jesus meant the relationship problem between God and human. There was scarcity of love. Everybody trying to love God. But the moment they get into a land, just like Israel, uh, the land that they are going to, the land that is flowing with milk and honey, and then there are the rules and all these things that set rules and everything they need to follow. But the moment they get into that land, they backslide. They are moved toward the sea. And they forget the God they did not see that saved them and rescued them. There was a relationship gap. God was bringing a prophet which gave a set of rules. We tell them how to live. We tell them how not to live. And one of the things that we need to understand as human is that all the set rules is not to reprimand us. Or is not to lock us in a place or a cage. Or is not to not give us the mode of expression is to save us. When a small child, about three years or two years, is playing on a highway, is playing on a road filled with, <coughs> excuse me, filled with cars, filled with everything, and the parent is saying, do not play on the highway, do not play on the road, it's not meant for you, uh, if, if you do it, it's dangerous, it's 
but the child is seeing people, human beings, older than him or her, cross, crossing on the highway, walking on the highway, uh, um, driving on the highway, doing so many things. I'm like, ah, what? What if these people can do? What am I? People are walking on the highway. How, how come I cannot? But the parents are not giving their rules to the child because they hate the child. They are giving their rules to the child because of love, because they are protecting him from or her from death. The same is what God is doing to us. Every rule is to protect us. And I'm that's why I am telling you today that you need to be a champion for Jesus Christ. Being an earthly champion only shows us what we can do. But the greatest or the the, the, the corny thing about being a champion on earth, like now in an athletic sport, is when you win the trophy, when you win this, and your lifestyle begins to bring in light. The way you talk, the way you relate with people, the things you tell people, that the, the people start saying that this guy is a champion, but yet he's a lover of God. Is a lover of Jesus Christ, is a deep follower of Jesus Christ, and they look around and be like, Wow, this guy, okay, he's a champion, he's following Jesus Christ. Okay, how what does it mean to follow Jesus Christ? How is it so? If this is what it means to follow Jesus Christ, how to follow? And he's enjoying peace, he's enjoying joy, he's enjoying tranquility. And another athlete that is winning the trophies, that is winning the medals find him or herself in a place that is showing off how to spend more life in iniquity, how to spend more time in drinking, how to spend more time in running after uh, 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 immoral sex, how to spend more time in this. Trust me, the person is glorifying more people in hell. There's a thin line in you being a superstar and the question is, superstar for who? Whether I be a superstar for God or for the enemy. But that is another message. But today we're focusing on being a champion. And as I'm telling you, being a champion, I can just put bring it into your reminder that be a champion for Jesus Christ. The major problem of God and human is relationship problem. There won't be relationship. If there is disobedience, there is rebellion, there is hatred, there is pride, and there is jealousy. There won't be any relationship. How can you say you love somebody and you both of you are in a relationship? But yet you're having disobedience, rebellion, there's pride, there's hatred, there's jealousy. No, there's no relationship. So both of you are just looking for something and then the something is coming. That's all. 
a man or a woman that can overcome all this in the kingdom and help others to overcome it is a champion in the kingdom. You can overcome this relationship problem and you help some other people to overcome it. You are a champion. I want to come to talk to people today that feel like the life I'm living, I'm not a champion. Are you obedient enough? Are you, do you rebel against everything God tells you or you obey? Or you follow, even though you don't know where to go? Do you have love in your heart? Are you humble enough to be teachable? Humble enough to help? Humble enough to touch somebody's life? Have you overcome the spirit of jealousy? If you have overcome all this, you are a champion. Jesus Christ created champions in everything, but the most important is relationship with the Father. Your relationship with the Father is the greatest champion. I I, I understand that we all are looking like a relationship with the Father. Well, does it make me a champion? Yes, it does. Because it's not because of what is happening. I am not being moved by the events of things that are happening and I'm trying to say, let me take the opportunity to tell these people about the heaven and hell. No, 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 no. It has been. It is now. And it will be till Jesus dies. It is not a today thing. People don't come into Jesus through fear. Sometimes we use fear to try to get more people to come to Jesus. No. He said the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is not talking about is when we are fidgeting, when we are trembling. The fear is that we honor God above every other thing else. And that comes to people that are already believers with God, that have already come into the kingdom of God. It's not the people that are coming out of their shame, their regret, their iniquity. They cannot come with that fear. They are coming to with love they are coming with love they are coming to love to be loved so I'm telling you not out of fear or hatred that things are happening right now you better repent now before God no 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 I'm telling you that before now Jesus Christ has been calling you and it's not because of the incident that is happening now we understand what is happening we understand one or two manipulation but that is not it but it's just to tell you that no matter how you feel safe in this world, no matter how you feel safe on this earth, it is not going to be forever. Everything that happens on earth is a sign of decay. If a body is decaying, if you grow older and as you're increasing in age, you're losing strength in some particular places in your body. It is what is happening in health. The health is growing to that age. That's going to be over. It's going to be over for the flesh. The only thing that lives is the true you. And the true you is the spirit. And at that time, the spirit needs to enjoy the eternity. Not to regret and be in pain. And the enjoyment of eternity is being with Jesus Christ. Being with our Heavenly Father. And the other host of angels. And spend our time worshipping God. And spend our time 
in light, not in darkness, not in fire, not in burning. Our goal in this life should not be to be a champion of the things of this earth, but a champion for also for the kingdom. A champion also for the we should not forget that the enemy will not be happy to see you and I become the champions God intends for us. The enemy will fight us every step of the way because he knows the truth. And that's one of the funny things. The enemy knows the truth. But he will not allow you to live in the truth. He will keep lying to you. Go about your normal day business. Go about your normal life. And in the next part of and the next teaching of preparation for being a champion, and I'm going to teach you how you can be a champion and the qualities that is in you to show that you're a champion. But the important thing is this introduction that we are all champions in everything we do, but champions for me. The champions for me is what makes us a better person. The champions for who? I am the champion for Jesus Christ. I am the champion for the devil. That's what I'm going to leave you with today. And if you say you don't understand your way with Jesus, can I pray with you this morning? Can I say a word of prayer for you, with you? Together we can pray. I say after me, Jesus, Jesus Christ, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are my Savior and King. Come into my life today. Be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you pray that prayer with me, simple prayer, you are now welcome to the kingdom. But a what? Salvation is, is by believing in your heart and confession with your mouth. So you have believed in Jesus in your heart. You have now confessed. Then you are welcome to the kingdom. And the next two rights that you need to further do, you can reach out to us and we'll give you a follow through. Or you join a Bible believing church and let them take you through the baptism and the classes for you to know more about your Father and them and know more about Jesus Christ. And I want to pray for somebody today that is having a sickness in their body, that you're going through things, you're going through diverse things. And I'm praying that God, that thing that has been locked forever, that thing that looks like it has been locked forever, I command the release in the name of Jesus Christ. I command the open doors in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone that is plagued, that is listening to me, going through one of sickness or pain, 
I command healing of the Holy Ghost. You are healed right now in the name of Jesus. Lebrado Shanta. And the person that is listening to me that is saying, Did you don't know what I'm going through? God is changing your story. He's releasing the keys to the different doors, the doors of favor, the doors of light. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we'll come away next time. Bye.